Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alverne Bullard. Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alverne. And today we are going to be looking at how to edit your LinkedIn profile. Are you ready? Okay, let's get into it. So the world has finally woken up to the reality that work, as we know it, is shifting. And you are wondering how to edit your LinkedIn profile. It's amazing to be alive at a time when the standard nine to five jobs are being questioned, when employees are demanding more flexibility from their employers. The dream of a cushy corner office is a thing of a past. Employers and business owners are finally realizing that everything that employees have been demanding for years is truly possible. So as an employee, a contractor, a freelancer, or maybe you're a small business owner, you want to make the most of your LinkedIn profile. You're wondering what you should write now, how to improve your LinkedIn profile to attract the right employers or even clients. What needs to happen to stand out from the crowd? Is it possible to list a side hustle as well as your current job? In this episode, you'll learn the different sections of LinkedIn and how to edit them to attract the right leads to your profile. First, let's jump into a little bit of history about LinkedIn. If you're one of my regular listeners, you'll understand the importance of looking at the history or background of social media platforms or tools or anything like that. Did you know that LinkedIn launched as a company back in 2003? It feels like it was always there as a company, but it's only one year older than Facebook. There are around 750 million registered users of LinkedIn platform across 200 countries. What's even more interesting is that the key revenue generator of LinkedIn is, can you guess? It's selling information about its members. <gasps> Shock horror. <laughs> Earlier this year, I created a resource about Facebook and its revenue generation. You can take a look at that resource. I've left a link in the show notes. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP213. And basically, in that particular resource, I talk about the fact that, that Facebook generates $28.5 billion in a quarter, one quarter. The sad truth is that LinkedIn became a subsidiary of Microsoft back in 2016. <sighs> In case you're wondering how much revenue LinkedIn generates, it is $10 billion a year. There are over 20,000 people working at LinkedIn and their IPO, which is initial public offering, occurred back in January of 2011. Whew, that's a lot to take in. And now that you have those facts and figures, let's look at the LinkedIn sections. So, before we spend time on the LinkedIn sections, I'm going to be covering the personal profile, not the company page on LinkedIn, just to clarify. There are several sections that make up your profile page on LinkedIn. So there's a top section, which uh, you, when you get there, you will see the name, your title or headline, current company, country, total number of connections, a banner or header image, as well as your profile photo. 
Now, if you head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP213, you'll see a screenshot of my own personal LinkedIn profile and how it's all set up. So as you would see, when you get there, all of the items that are essential to, in order to paint what I call paint a picture of your, or a story about yourself. If you leave any of these off, then you're sort of missing a piece of that puzzle where people are getting a snapshot of the who you are as to who you are before they dive deeper to find out, well, is this person a good fit for what I'm looking to do? So next is the about section or summary, which gives their potential employer or your potential client some more information about you. It is also a great place to talk about what you can bring to the table and the results you achieved for previous clients or employers. I've included a screenshot in the show notes of, of my about section because obviously you will not be able to see it unless you either click over to my LinkedIn profile or you're already connected in some way. Remember that it's only a summary of all your skills. You don't have to go and write a book. <laughs> Just as a brief summary will do. Next is the experience section. So it's all about the actual projects at each company or client where you executed tasks in order to achieve goals. You can think of it as the sections of a real resume or curriculum vitae listed in reverse chronological order. So the most recent is going to be first, and then it goes backwards from there. Again, I've included a screenshot in the show notes of my experience section. Next up, we've got a featured section. So if you're a blogger, you'll understand the idea of being having a feature featured section. It basically allows you to highlight important aspects of your professional career. So... For example, I like to use a featured section to share blog posts, articles, testimonials, videos, you know, anything like that. Next, we've got the recent activity section. And there's a section that will showcase all of the recent things that you've actually done, or um, I would call it engagement that you've done on LinkedIn itself. So, for example, um, if you publish a post, or you commented on an, uh, someone else's post, you shared another someone else's post, or anything like that, it will actually showcase in your activity section. Next up, we've got licenses and certifications. It's another great area that you find useful because it, it gets, you, you display the, the stuff that you've gained. So for example, uh, I have a I'm a certified digital marketing professional. And I have the opportunity to display that certification on my LinkedIn profile. I also completed a digi the Google Digital Marketing Certification, and you'll see that there as well. Uh, I also did some courses on uh, LinkedIn. So we have, which was previously called lynda.com. I did the course on creating a personal brand and also a course on Pinterest for business. So any kind of certifications that you've achieved, that gives you the option to display them on LinkedIn, you can put in that section. This is especially great if they are relevant and will help you get the next job or acquire your next client. Education is up next. And of course, as you can imagine, having a list of your educational achievements can be useful because some potential employers like hiring people with a degree or some sort of other, um, I suppose, diploma or anything like that, certificate, etc. So use this as an opportunity to um, display your degrees or any kind of qualifications. So you would be doubling up here, as you can imagine. So for example, my certif certific certification in digital marketing 
will fall under both categories of licenses and certification, licenses and certifications, as well as education. So you'll see them both there. If you head over to the show notes, success on scramble.com forward slash EP213, you'll see them. I have both of them there. So it will be a mixture, as I said, of degrees and diplomas. Now, next, let's look at what to write in each section. So one of the most important things to understand about LinkedIn is what to write, what, what you should be writing in each section. While you may be thinking, duh, Alvern, that's obvious. Well, technically, it really isn't because a lot of people treat LinkedIn as, I suppose, a digital version of their CV or digital version of their resume, which it's not. And there are three very important sections that you need to take note of, that you need to pay special attention to because it's not what you think they are. So as I mentioned previously, in the top section, you've got your name, title, role, or heading, uh, current company, it's country, total connections, banner, header image, and profile photo. Now, there's not much you can do for your name because your name is your name, unless, of course, you get married and you change your name, etc. if you would like to. Then you've got your profile photo. You have a bit of control over that. The banner and header, header image, you've got a lot of control over that. Um, the total connections, well, you've got control, but that's what you don't have control over how it's displayed. The country is your country. And your current company is obviously the most recent company you've um, put in your experience section. And then uh, your title or role or heading, that one has, I mean, I can't tell you how important that is. So here's the one thing that people misunderstand about your title and role. One thing that is not really immediately obvious in the title and role area is that in many cases people put this as their current job title. So, however, the real name of that section is called a headline. If you've ever visited a landing page or sales page on a company's website, you would have noticed that their headline is what we call a benefit statement. So, for example, instead of writing this dietitian, you should be writing a benefit statement for your audience. So, if you're, you are a dietitian or, or uh, for mothers, then your headline should be dietitian for busy moms. Or it should be something more like helping mothers to stay healthy and look their youngest. Do you see the difference there? Or do you hear the difference? Instead of just putting dietitian, you put helping mothers stay healthy, look and stay healthy and look young, their youngest or look younger or something to that effect. That's the benefit statement. And that would set you apart from everybody else who writes nurse, dietitian, doctor, president, you know, all of those things. Because a headline is not your job title. Okay, that's the first section that a lot of people get wrong. Let's move on to the next section, the about section. It's the most underrated section on LinkedIn profile. It's called the about and it's called sometimes called the summary section because it's the first place potential clients or employers go to get a summary of who you are as a person. Think of it as a mini advertisement for your career potential. You notice that there you have the ability to put 2,600 characters, which is great. I learned a long time ago that this section is very similar to a sales page. So if the headline, remember what I mentioned earlier about your headline being very similar to a benefit statement, if the headline on your LinkedIn profile is the, is the benefit statement in your sales page, then the about section is the actual sales page content. It's a great place to talk about your client pain points, the results that you've achieved for your clients, as well as what you can do to help them achieve their goals. 
Next section is experience. And the same concept applies here in the experience section. While you might put a variation, you wouldn't put the same headline that you have on top for your most recent role, but you'll put a variation of that, but you'll be very, very um, specific. So for example, I'm a tech and funnel strategist for coaches, and I'll put that, or I can put something very similar to what I wrote on top, but with a variation, because you have to remember that these sections are uh, searchable and they will show up in the Google search engines. So what are people looking for? They're, what are your potential clients looking for? Are they looking for what problem they're trying to solve? For, for example, busy moms. If they're trying to find a way to stay healthy um, or healthy options for busy mom or healthy ideas for busy mom or anything like that, think of what your clients are searching for or employers and use that as in your experience section so that you will show up when they actually go searching on um, on LinkedIn for whatever potential uh, employees or, uh, I suppose, contractors or freelancers. I've had to change and add so many things to my experience section recently because my business is growing. I am also quite busy, so I haven't had a chance to be as creative as I need to be in this the experience section on LinkedIn. For example, if you had five to 10 jobs job roles in the past, write a headline for each one as well as the results that you achieved at each role. Okay, now we get to the most important part, how to edit your LinkedIn profile. Again, this is a step-by-step section, so feel free to head over to success on scramble.com forward slash EP213 in order to get access to all of the show notes. So on the very top of it, you've got the header and banner. That's the first thing you see in someone's profile or someone will see on your profile. Um, using software like Canva, you can head over there to create a header image for your LinkedIn profile. So step one, just search on link your LinkedIn banner inside Canva. You'll see dozens of templates available. I've included, included screenshots in the show notes of my um, header images. And you know something distinctly different about my header image, images compared to many other people's header images. I've got, um, I suppose, another benefit statement in there as well. So head over to the show notes and you'll see my header, header images there. So you learn what, you know, what it is you need to do to get the results for your clients or to get even leads to your, to your LinkedIn profile or to your inbox. Step two. When you upload your new header into LinkedIn, as well as your, a professional headshot of yourself, when I say professional, I just mean not a photo where you're on the beach or someone you can, you're distant away in a tree somewhere, or you're on a vacation partying with friends. You want a, one that I suppose paints you in a professional light, someone who can who is able to do the job. So professional doesn't mean you have to go out and spend money on a professional photographer. Of course, if you would like to, then please feel free to do so. Look for the pencil icons in the top section of your profile and click on that to edit out um, all of that. You'll see a pencil icon for the image, a pencil icon for the section with the headline, but you wouldn't see a pencil icon for the image. You actually have to click on the photo itself in order to change it. And I've included a screenshot in the show notes to show you what happens when you click on the, the photo itself, where it gives you the option to change out the photo. Step three. Update your headline or title to include a benefit statement. So mine will go from tech and funnel strategies for coaches to increasing conversions and profits in launches for coaches. 
And you'll see I included a screenshot in the show notes of that change. Now, the about section. Spend some time writing about the summary or about section for your LinkedIn profile. Remember that it is not set in stone and you can update it at any time. You don't have to wait two weeks to update your title or headline like the restrictions that exist on Instagram. You can update them as frequently as you want. Feel free to include emojis to bring your summary to life. Again, I've included a screenshot in the show notes so you can see what I've done. I've been, I have the before and after. The before is um, further up in the show notes and then the after is in the X section where you're actually doing the editing. So you'll see what I did to make the changes in my profile. Experience is next. It would be best for you to spend some time updating the latest three to five rules on your LinkedIn profile. That way you can be sure that you have headlines as well as results, focused items listed under each one. Again, I've included a screenshot in the show notes of one of my um, most recent um, client engagements. I'm still, I'm still have this. I'm still a contractor with this particular client, but I've updated it to to show, um, I suppose, what I would call the results that I've achieved for this particular client. All right. So LinkedIn can be your most powerful method used to advertise your skills and expertise to the world. The reason for this is that LinkedIn profiles rank in the top three results in the Google search engines for very important keywords. After updating a profile, be sure to wait 24 hours to see if your profile show up in the top three results for your title or role. Never underestimate the power of LinkedIn. If you have three different roles where you are doing more or less the same things, be sure to vary your titles to match the Google search results. So for example, I'm a digital marketer. I'm also a funnel strategist and a launch manager. So that's just niching down. So digital marketer covers a lot of things. Whereas if I put funnel strategies, it's very specific what I do as a digital marketer as well as launching. So, or product launch manager even. So I can use these keywords to get in front of my potential clients right when they are ready to invest or when they are searching for a solution. Never leave for tomorrow what you can do today. Over to you. What has been your experience when it comes to editing your LinkedIn profile? This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.